Hey, Mama. So if you've been hanging out here at Mama Terrapreneur for some time, then you know I first started my business as a virtual assistant. And I truly believe that being able to start out as a virtual assistant was such a blessing in that I really got to try out different services. You know, I like I've shared in the past, I did blog copywriting, web design, general admin, social media management. And through those experiences, I was really able to discover one, what I didn't like as a service provider, but also two, decide on what I ultimately wanted to niche in. And so in today's episode, I get to chat with Ariana Vernier, who is a business mentor for mamas who want to quit their nine to five to start a virtual assistant business. In this episode, Ariana really just shares so much great insight into how to start a virtual assistant business, but not just start one, start one as a mama of young children and share how to build a profitable virtual assistant business. This was such a great conversation. And if you've been thinking about starting a business as a mama, I highly recommend you listen to this episode. You're going to get so much from it. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, a wife, mama of two, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and producer. This is a podcast for the mama who is burnt out trying to build her business on social media. You're tired of putting in so much time and energy marketing your business on social media only to hear crickets and barely get any engagement on your posts. You don't have time to waste as a busy mama and you need an effective way to generate leads for your business. Well, mama, you're in the right place. On this podcast, I will be giving you the inside scoop on how to create a podcast that generates consistent leads for your business on autopilot, mixed in with some mompreneur hacks and tips for growing your business as a busy mama. So grab your coffee, your notebook and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dive in. All right, today on the Momentary Mompreneur podcast, I am sitting down to chat with Ariana Vernier, and um, this is going to be a really exciting conversation because we are talking about being a virtual assistant. Um, You guys know that I started out in the online space that way, so I'm excited to have her on to share about her journey and really to just give some tips and strategies for becoming a virtual assistant. So Ariana, welcome to the show. Please tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do, and all about your family. Thank you so much for having me, Andrea. I'm excited to be here. So I actually, before I stepped into this world, I was a teacher. I taught for three years, first grade for one, kindergarten for two. Absolutely loved the kiddos. I grew up just thinking like, I'm going to be a teacher for my whole entire life. But then when my third year teaching, I got pregnant, I was like, ooh, how am I going to be the present mom I've always wanted to be and be a teacher when there's just so much on teacher's plates? I didn't know how I was going to come home and be able to pour all that I wanted to into my own kids when I was just coming home so exhausted. 
So my husband and I ended up sitting down and having a conversation about what we could do that would hopefully make my dreams come true a little bit, but maybe like I knew we still needed to provide an income. I still needed to provide an income for our family in order to pay off all our debt and all the things we wanted to do. So we actually planned for me to just take the first year of my daughter's life off of teaching. And I was either going to do grocery delivery or nanny, something where I could have her with me and still make like a little bit of income, but probably not even close to my teaching income. And then the plan was that I was going to go back to teaching after that first year of my daughter's life. Well, God has a really funny way of doing things and just like throwing things at you when you're least expecting it. Because the day that I went into labor, I found out about the virtual assistant world. And I'm like, what is this? How do I do it? Is this direct sales? Because I did direct sales when I was um, in college and I did that for three years. Didn't make that much income from it. So I'm like, don't really want anything at that route. And a lot of people wonder, like, is this kind of similar? No, it's not. So I just started learning everything I could every time my daughter was napping or she was just like cozy on the couch next to me. I was learning everything I could about this world. And I just very quickly landed my first client, even with no experience, taught five and six-year-olds how to stand in line, how to use a glue stick, had no experience whatsoever, but I knew that I could do it and figure it out if it meant that I could be home with my daughter. Um, Fast forward four years now, I've got thriving business. My daughter is four years old now. I also have a one and a half year old. So I'm juggling working along with them and it's been amazing. But yeah, I've got a husband of six years. We met in college and I'm just so, so blessed with everything that God has given me. I absolutely love that. Um, I know we talked about this on your podcast, but our journeys really are similar. So I actually was a ship shopper um, for a little bit. So like doing the grocery deliveries too. Um, So yeah, and it, it was really convenient, you know, because you could technically take your kid with you if you needed to or whatnot. Um, so yeah, I totally relate to that. Um, and I just love your journey and that's amazing how you discovered virtual assisting like the day you went into labor. Um, and it's just amazing how God will like work those things out, like give you that answer, even though sometimes it feels like, okay, God, you know, I need to know now, but <laughs> he gave you that answer and whatnot. Um, and so talk to us a little bit more about where you are today. So we know you started out as a virtual assistant, um, but what are you doing now? So now I actually specialize in website design. That's just what I chose to go into. One of the really cool benefits, which I'm sure we'll get into more about virtual assistants, is you get to pick what area you decide to specialize in. A lot of people start out as an administrative virtual assistant, but there's seriously over 100 different services you can offer. So I have done the whole gamut. I did a lot at the beginning trying to figure out what really lights me up. I thought I was going to be a social media manager in the beginning, realized I didn't love that very much. And then when I actually built my own website, I was like, this is so fun. And so I just started offering that as a service to my clients, very quickly started offering that as the only service I did. And that's what I've done ever since. So that's what I'm doing now. And then I also have this side of my business where I coach moms, teachers, anybody who's interested in diving into the virtual assistant world. I coach them as well. So got kind of two sides, but it's super fun and 
yeah, it's great. I absolutely love that. Um, and it's just, it goes to show like there's so much you can do on the online space. Um, I know for me personally, similar to you, I have two sides to my business. I have my podcast production side, and then I also have my coaching side of things. And it's just really nice how those things can still kind of mesh well together and you're able to serve a wide variety of people. Um, So that is incredible. So we've been talking a lot about like a virtual assistant. So for those who may not know, can you explain to us like what a virtual assistant is? what they do and all of that good stuff. Yeah, it's kind of a broad term for someone who provides services remotely to businesses. So you can do all kinds of different things. Like I said, admin, virtual assistants, that's like the typical things that, you know, when you think of a secretary, an admin VA would kind of do that kind of thing. And then there's social media management is kind of one component. Um You could be a marketing virtual assistant. You could be a copywriter where you write any written content in a business like emails, blog posts. You could ghostwrite a book. Copywriters do those types of things. Interest strategist, like your podcast manager, that's kind of one component. So it's really an overarching term for just anything you can do, providing services for businesses, helping them run their businesses, reach more people, making taking things off their plate and just making their job a little bit easier and helping further the mission of their business. Yes, that is exactly what it is. Um, And I think the nice thing about being a virtual assistant is that you can offer many of these services. Like you, as a virtual assistant, a lot of times I like to look at it as like, you don't necessarily niche down yet. Um, You do, you know, offer a wide array of services. Um, And of course, you want to choose services that you enjoy and everything. Um, So I know that for like many of us, we start out as a virtual assistant. And so um, what would you say are like the pros and cons of starting your, you know, mompreneur journey that way as a virtual assistant? I think the pros are really that you you don't need a lot of experience up front. You don't need a degree. I think a lot of people who are considering, you know, leaving their nine to five and starting their entrepreneur journey, they think they need like a business degree or a degree in marketing or something like that. And you really don't. You can get really scrappy and DIY your entire virtual assistant business. You can just build it off of listening to podcasts and whatever else resources are out there, YouTube videos, everything. Like I said, I when I built my website, I just watched a YouTube tu- tutorial. So you can teach yourself those skills watching YouTube tu- tutorials um, if you need to. But it's also like the time flexibility is a really big benefit that so many people are looking for, especially moms. We need something that's going to work around our kids' schedules and just let our our job work around our life instead of our life having to work around our jobs. So I think that's what really attracts a lot of people to the virtual assistant space is that time flexibility. Now, some services are a little bit more time specific than others, but typically you just have a deadline when your client needs a project done by and you can figure out, okay, when am I going to be able to work my schedule to get their services done by that deadline? I think. Probably the biggest um, hurdle or just kind of fun to virtual assistants is 
the imposter syndrome that a lot of people face. There, a lot of people are just thinking like, who am I to do this? I don't have experience in this. Who is actually going to hire me for these services? And that can really hinder you. And if you don't have tools to overcome that imposter syndrome, then, or if you don't have the support and accountability to keep pushing, even when you're coming up against that roadblock and those feelings, it can be really easy to give up and just be like, oh, this must not be for me. But I think if you can just, if you can have some mindset tools in place to help you move past that, have a very clear why behind why you're wanting to do this. For me, it was my kids. And that's going to help you overcome that. And you'll be able to be successful as long as you keep on pushing. The only way you're not going to be successful is if you give up. Yes, yes. Um, And I agree 100%. Yeah, definitely the biggest pro is the flexibility. Um, And you're really able to try out a lot of different things, especially if you do eventually want to niche down into a specific service. As a virtual assistant, you can try out all of those different things to see what you actually enjoy. Um, That was something I did on my journey. Um, Similar to you, I did social media management, hated it. And so I knew that that was not a service I was going to eventually provide or niche down in. Um, And I will say to another con or somewhat of a con that I see is that a lot of times when people start out as a virtual assistant, they think that they have to price themselves lower and you don't, you know, you have a skill set, you're providing a service, you have to be able to pay your bills and everything. Um, So don't feel like you have to, you know, start at a much lower rate um, in order to get clients, you know. Um, I like to think of it this way, you know, people who are serious about their business, who want the best people like working in their business, they're going to be willing to invest. And so those are the kind of clients that you want to work with. So don't feel like you have to start out charging super low because those low paying clients are more of a headache than they're worth. (laughs) Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think it can be really easy when you're starting out to just work with anybody who will pay you. Mm -hmm. I do not recommend that. And I did not follow my own advice in the beginning and had a client who I saw red flags on that discovery call. And I was like, no, it's fine. It'll be fine. And I went moved forward with her and it was not a good fit. She was just always coming, saying one thing, but then like actually wanted another. And it was just a lot of stress on me. And I had to realize, you know, she might be a better fit for somebody else. Um, I don't have to keep holding on to her. And when I finally did like end that relationship with her, I landed two more clients that I was spending the same amount of time as I was just for the one, but I was earning more because it was two clients. And so you just have to kind of sometimes take some time to figure out what's the best type of client I could work with, who's like my dream client, who would I love to work with, and then, yeah, if you see that red flag, that person that's not paying you well or just like too much, then you can absolutely pivot whenever you need to. Yes, yes. And don't be afraid to let go of a client. Um, you know, it, it's scary because you're like, OK, well, how am I going to replace that income? You will be able to replace it. But most importantly, you're going to have that peace of mind of letting that headache of a client go. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so 
say someone wants to start as a virtual assistant, like they're loving everything you're saying and everything. And so what steps do they actually need to take to get started? Yeah. So typically you start by picking what services you want to offer. Again, this can always change in the future. If you pick a service that you end up not loving, that's okay. You can always pivot, but just start out with something that sounds fun to you. I always say that pick a service that sounds fun to you because it's really easy in the beginning to just pick what you're comfortable with. But if you're not happy in your job anymore, I don't want you to pick a service that doesn't light you up because then you might find yourself in the exact same spot. So even if you don't know how to do it yet, start teaching yourself those skills, figure it out. You absolutely can, but pick a service that sounds fun to you. Once you've got that set up, then you can establish your package prices Um, everything in your packages that your clients are going to get, you're going to put that into what we call in the virtual assistant world, the portfolio, which is just like a PDF portfolio, um, introducing yourself, talking about the skills that you can provide to your clients, connecting with them. It shows your packages on one page, typically shows how to connect with you so that you guys can set up a call to see if you're a good fit. Um, All that's housed in your portfolio. And then once you've got the portfolio done, you're really ready to start putting yourself out there and finding those clients. Now, I know that was like kind of very short description and you're probably like, okay, but like, I feel like there's so much in all of those components. I do talk a lot more in depth about all of those things in the free workshop I have, the number one way to start working from home. You didn't already guess it's becoming a virtual assistant. Um, but I go in depth in like a 45 minute to an hour long training. So I don't want to take all your time here, but I do highly recommend that workshop. It's totally free. And I know Andrea has the link for that. So she'll get that to y'all. Yes, I will definitely include that in the show notes. Um, And yeah, it's honestly, it's really easy to get started. Um, I, when I made the decision to become a virtual assistant, I just jumped in. Um, And one of the things I did to kind of get my feet wet and get my first clients is that I reached out to like friends and family um, who Mm -hmm. I knew had their own businesses and maybe needed some support. Um, And it's a nice way to kind of just start out that way. You can kind of use your friends and family as guinea pigs and kind of work through any kinks and different things like that. Um, So even just starting there, you know, is a great way to start. Um, and then figuring out what you want to do and what not. Um, but one thing I really want to talk about is, and so one thing I experienced early on in my virtual assistant journey was burnout from wearing so many different hats as a VA. You know, I was doing the blog copywriting, um, social media management, web design, general admin, and so kind of shifting gears constantly from client work to client work it really drained me. And so do you have any tips and strategies for navigating that or even trying to prevent that? Yeah, I think preventing it, the easiest way would be niching down as soon as possible into one, we call it your signature service. So if you can get one signature service that you offer, or maybe even two, but I think that's the mats, then you become known as the go-to expert for that service. So it's a lot easier to sell your services. And also you can set up systems in place where when you do a specific project for a client, it can be 
somewhat repetitive in some of the tasks that you're doing. So for example, I said I'm a website designer. I do what's called VIP days for my clients. So I build a website for them in three to five days, depending on the complexity. And I have a whole just checklist that I go through every single time for every single client. And I just now like set up their domain, do this next step, do this next step. And I just have to go in and check off the whole list. And it takes a lot of my brain power out of it so that the brain power can be saved for the actual design of the pages. Um, So yeah, just simplifying into one or two services is probably your best bet. But if you are still juggling all the hats, again, setting up a workflow is going to be probably the best bet. And so if you can figure out, okay, what tasks do I need to do for this client on a weekly basis? Um, Put that into some sort of project management program. I love Trello or Asana. Those are the two I use. And you can just have that same checklist that you use week to week to week. That way you're not trying to just remember it all in your brain make sense of it all. And then you end up dropping some balls for some clients while others you're doing great with. It's not it's not fair to those clients because they're all paying you. So you want to make sure you're giving them all the best service. So if you can figure out a way to automate, not in the term of like using more technology, but automate in the sense of um, getting all of your tasks kind of into a rhythm, that makes it a whole lot easier. Mm, that's good. Yeah, that was something I was definitely lacking early on in my journey. Um, so it makes sense that I got um burnt out. Um, but thank you so much for just sharing all about like getting started as a virtual assistant and sharing some of your journey and everything. Um, one question I want to ask, and I always ask the moms who are guests on my show is what is your number one mompreneur hack? Ooh, I think kind of tying back into the workflows, the workflows in time blocking is probably my number one hack. I always use a planner that I fill out. I typically like to fill it out the Thursday, the week prior, um, for what I'm going to be doing the next week. That way I already have a game plan for what I've got coming down the pike. And even if a kiddo gets sick or something crazy happens, I can see where things can be shifted around into my week. I do intentionally plan the white space into my week so things can be moved if I need to because I know as a mom, things never go 100% to plan. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, definitely time blocking in my planner and then having those workflows so that when I do sit down to work, I know exactly what I need to work on and I'm not just trying to remember it all and just or just twiddling my thumbs like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do today. So yeah, those are probably my top two. You know, those are really, really good hacks. Well, thank you so much again. Um, Please tell my audience where they can connect with you and learn more about your services. Yeah, so I'm always on Instagram. My handle is at ariana.vernier. A little tricky to spell, but I'm sure the link will be in the show notes. Um, And then my free workshop, like I mentioned, I typically do that once every couple months. Um, So you can find that at arianavernier.com forward slash free dash workshop. 
And I've got my own podcast, the Virtual Assistant Mama Podcast. You can find that on any podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We've got over 200 episodes there. So that will give you a ton of free value to just dive into this and see if it's something that would be a good fit for you. Well, thank you again for sharing all of that. And I will make sure to link all of that in the show notes. Um, Thank you again for being a guest on the show, Ariana. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Mama, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. Whether you're a podcaster ready to create podcast content that attracts her dream clients or a mama that's ready to stop the social media burnout and simplify her marketing through podcasting, I can support you. Head on over to mamatermompreneur.com forward slash connect to submit an interest form so we can chat about how I can best support you. All right, mama, I will talk to you again soon.